0: Welcome to The Home Medic. You're listening to the series on meth issues in a home. Okay, welcome to The Home Medic, where we help you keep your money as always in your wallet. It's better to have your money in your wallet, isn't it, Heidi?
1: It depends once yeah. in a while you run into something really special and it's well, better you, to have it in you, the storekeeper's you, hands you, I, I know <laughs> and that, that gorgeous a, dress in your hands you know a
0: certain woman that i happen to know very well likes to keep her money uh, not in anybody's <laughs> wallet and give it to somebody else it's kind of the flip side of each
1: yeah. I, I like to have nice things that work
0: And your family out of the hospital. Exactly. Sometimes that takes
1: a small investment.
0: To keep your family out of the hospital?
1: Yes, and to keep the home running. It just takes a little bit of money. If you're too cheap, you can't even
0: function, right? So in order to keep your money in your wallet and your family out of the hospital, in the math category right i'm actually a meth remediator i got certified for that uh, about six years ago so uh, if you've got meth problems that actually puts money in my wallet
1: that's right it's not from selling the meth it's from remediating it
0: (laughs) this particular segment i want to cover how to spot a meth house
1: all right we've done this before and i when last time we talked about i was like okay make sure you define that that there's not always a meth because i mean i had a few holes in my walls and i thought hmm my house kind of looks like a meth house (laughs) after my teenage boys had the same bedroom for 10 years
0: (laughs) that is always a comment that i get whenever i do a video or an article and those by the way are on my website homemedicqsa.com there is always that comment of oh great now everybody's gonna think that my home is meth contaminated
1: right and i know
0: mine isn't i'm just kind of playing with you here yeah you're you're good at that heidi so, as we go through these four items, I want you to be aware, if, even if you got all four, that doesn't mean the home is contaminated, it means that it's worth sampling. So, here's the list. Number one, as I started doing meth-contaminated properties, like I say, I got certified about six years ago. I did it just to improve my resume as a home inspector.
1: You didn't know it was going to put all that money in your wallet. I didn't know it was going to result (laughs) in money in my
0: wallet. But then I started getting phone calls, and I thought, well, I don't have time for this, uh, so I'm just going to consult. That didn't really work very well because the homeowners that I tried to consult with, they didn't have the materials they needed. They didn't know what to use. They didn't have the safety equipment. They didn't know where to go. So I ended up kind of being pushed into a business that's actually done fairly well for me. Right. As I went into these properties, I thought, okay, how do I use what I'm seeing to help me become a better home inspector?
1: Exactly. And
0: it turned into some very predictable items, the first of which we're going to cover in this segment. So, right. I learned that uh, the properties that are most likely to be contaminated, yes, are the ones where, you know, you've got a you got a user in there and he doesn't have a lot of money can't hold down a job, and what money he does get, he doesn't want to spend that on a rent payment. He wants to put that into more (laughs) meth. I actually saw a show on Drugs, Inc., where they didn't bother with a house at all. They just went underneath a bridge and and lived there. Wow. And uh, that was great for them, apparently, because then the only money that they had to spend was on their drugs. They didn't take the cameras in there. They wouldn't have brought the cameras or the cameramen back out. Yeah, probably not. So the item number one to look for is properties that are small, old, properties that are trashed, and then you'll have apartments and foreclosures, those sorts of things. You know, basically your lower end living spaces.
1: Well, and the smell of cat urine.
0: Yeah, and that's actually one of them. You just gave away part two. That's
1: one thing I don't have, gratefully.
0: (laughs) No cat urine in your home? No, no. Small, old, foreclosed apartments and rentals. Mm. So if you've got that sort of a thing, uh, maybe your kids are talking about maybe buying a property. uh, Maybe they're talking about renting a property. If they're rentals, I mean, that flag goes up all by itself. Right. If you've had... A number of different renters uh, in in a particular place chances are pretty good that one of those renters was using and so as the parent you're going to want to make sure that that the home is contaminated before you put your darling children in there well
1: that's tough to filter those renters out isn't it it really
0: is it is and as the landlord there's things you can do too so i had a friend with a property not too far south from here he Had a buddy that came to him with a sob story. I don't have any money. I don't have a place to Mm. live. You know, it'd be really nice if you would. You know, and he he gave him the guilt trip. He gave him you know everything. You help me out for just a little while, just till I
1: get back on my feet.
0: And so the guy let him move into his apartment with him, Mm. and then the guy used and trashed the place, and he couldn't get the guy out. oh that's so tough. I mean, honestly, because we like to be charitable and help people out, right? And uh, boy, I have those stories too we'll, you we'll do. cover those so in this particular case, this kid he was maybe 25 ish but he lost everything he he didn't feel comfortable with his books that he'd been using to go to school he didn't want to keep his photographs all of his his memories that were in photograph books was
1: he not aware that the roommate was using this stuff or he just couldn't get him out and so it just kept getting worse and
0: escalating Yes for a while and then yes hmm. And so he basically lost everything that was his life to that point in time. I just did a remediation, the same thing to the north, where mom lets the daughter move into the property Mm. and the daughter trashes the place and then mom loses everything. Wow. Boy, I could go on and on. There was another one that I did where daddy is a pediatric surgeon Mm. and he was doing quite well of course he had a nice home up on the uh, the bench yeah and then he decides that he wants to move to that cabin in the mountains Ah. so up he goes and then he's got this loser son who has a math problem and he didn't know it at the time maybe
1: taking care of his house for him sort of yeah but not really
0: exactly so he uh he leaves and lets little Johnny live in this house. I have
1: a son named Johnny, so let's not use that name. Yeah, little Billy. About Billy this time. (laughs) And so
0: Billy lives in this house. And this house, it was crazy for another reason. It had a grand piano. That Mm. baby was beautiful. Oh wow! And you know, it had won some contests, and it had some signatures from some people. We're we're talking
1: like seventy thousand dollar piano, maybe.
0: Yeah, this one was about thirty. Was it? And so then the county health department says, um, you either have to clean that piano, decontaminate, including all of the little strings, all of the little pads, you know, all the keys, all the other various parts of that piano. And if you can't do that, you got to throw it away. Wow. So $30,000 right to the landfill. Well,
1: at least it wasn't 70000 Yeah. <laughs>
0: so that one ended up being very much an adventure and i was not going to take on the liability of saying yes i can clean that piano even you know regardless of what the bill i might have sent was i couldn't feel comfortable that i was going to get all the nooks and crannies and have it well, stay that well
1: exactly a piano i mean those little pads that that's just how can you guarantee that you can't take them off and wash them throw yeah. them in the machine and put them back on
0: this ended up having a fairly good ending to the story because little Billy, yeah. I was gonna say, Johnny Billy again. recovered. He, Billy ended up actually cleaning that piano himself. Are I you serious? Said, here's the, the chemicals that you're going to use, uh, here's the equipment you're going to use. Start cleaning the strings, and then, of course, the chemicals are going to affect the strings, right? So, he did it. He reported that he had done everything, and the health department came out. We did a number of separate tests on that piano. We left the health department happy. Well, that's a good ending. He was at least a little bit concerned about this situation. Yeah, I don't know if that particular piano still played anywhere near the same. Well, I hope he stopped using
1: meth. A life save would be even more important, right? So
0: you you run into that sort of thing where you have the loser children, and that's probably not politically correct, but I'm going to say it anyway.
1: Yeah, it's it's hard to hear that. It just cuts into our heart, you know? Yeah. I mean the children that are off track in their lives. We just wanna get them back on there.
0: I had another one that was actually up in a uh, mountainous country, sort of a community. And she actually, it was the same sort of story. She let her daughter live there. Mm. And so you, you see the, these sorts of things where somebody who either can't pay and just needs a place to live and they have a sob story or they actually do have something of a job, but they're not going to live in much of a house. So if you see a property that is small and it's old, it's maybe an apartment or a foreclosure, that is one of the signs that you might want to consider it as a possibility. for. So if
1: you have a management. roommate like that and you know they're starting to use, you might just be smart to pick up all your stuff and get the heck out of there and call your renter
0: and tell them you're not renting be, anymore. That would be a fair statement. So, that's item number one. We've got two, three, and four, and we're going to talk about that in the next segment.
1: Okay. This so, is turning into a manage your children type of an episode yeah.
0: here. Master of your mansion. I, I'm tempted to have your mansion be something that's meth contaminated
1: this I think time. my mansion is just... Filled with children that don't use meth. That would yeah. be a mansion, no matter okay. where I am. That would be Even having a shack with children that don't be, right. use meth might be better than a mansion with one that did. Let's
0: let's put you in a shack that doesn't have meth, but <laughs> does have a lot of children.
1: <laughs> might have a ding in the wall from the voice and they're wrestling.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Item number one, you're master of, the, of your mansion for that category, and we're going to teach you about two, three, and four in the next segment. Thank you, Heidi. HomeMedicUSA.com, we need to mention that.
1: HomeMedicUSA.com right? for experts that know what they're doing
0: all right Heidi thank you very much be yourself because no because nobody else can be Heidi
1: no probably not you know everybody
0: else is taken
1: This is Julian McKay with your natural solutions tip for the day. Today we're talking about using horrible toxic chemicals cleaning your home and how many problems that can cause in your family, how damaging that can be. Julian and I do not do that because we have natural solutions. We use our essential oils. If you would like one of our many recipes for cleaning your home naturally, contact us at at homemedicworld.com.